0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Project Deep End, the show about building a pool service business. I'm your host, Dave, and today is another day at it. It's been a little bit since I've recorded one of these. Um, There hasn't been a whole lot going on, and, um, you know, it's just, it's more of a, I'm just kind of grinding away. I I don't really have any updates, or I haven't had any updates. I have, uh, you know, more or less, I've just been working, Um, I, you know, I have, uh, I think, um, you know, I I don't want this to become a doom and gloom uh, podcast, but um, the the reality is, is I've sort of gotten to a certain point in this journey where I have effectively lost all passion for it. Um, And at this point, it's really just about white knuckling, showing up every day, doing what I can do, uh, you know, without losing my mind and, you know... And and that's it. I mean, and and then being, you know, nice to myself if I can't do more. Um, You know, uh, when we started this year, it was very gung-ho. It was very like, let's set up all these systems. Let's get everything ready. We're going to be making, you know, I was thinking we were going to have about 365 customers by the end of the year. And, um, you know, and and I was very gung-ho and I was more or less pretty naive to what that actually requires to get to that point and I have a much better understanding of what it requires now and um but I've more or less run out of money to get there. Uh, so now it's more about just showing up every day showing up every day, doing the work that is required to complete the day and moving on. Um, you know, but uh I do have an update today um about where we're going. So One of the things that, uh, and I have actually identified it in a previous episode earlier this year, and I actually almost did this already, but I decided, you know what, we're running out of money. I will keep that money, and instead of hiring this person, I will just do it myself um, and just suck it up. And I think that might have been a mistake. Um, I think it may have been a mistake to not have done this already, and so we're, we're moving full force ahead of the, on this. Um, and that, mis- that, that person, that role that I'm talking about is a customer service role. Um, you know, when I look at my day-to-day uh, things that I have to do, like clean pools, like lead the guys uh, cleaning pools, like do repairs, like, you know, return calls, answer the phones, all that good stuff. Um, there's really, I, I really don't mind doing any of it except for one thing, and, and that is t- dealing with rude customers. And I've sort of, you know, on on one hand, I've kind of, you could look at it in two ways. Number one, you could say, well, you know, this is part of running a business. This is part of growing. If you don't have enough money for a customer service person, you just have to suck it up and do it. Um, but on the other hand, you got to, you, you for me, at least, I've had to realize like I'm a human being, and if if I could say uh, that there's one thing at this job that I am not good at, I'm I'm not good at letting it not affect me. I'm not good at it. I mean, I'm good at it when I am refreshed and feeling good, but I haven't been refreshed and feeling good in months. Um, you know so and and I don't know if I ever will again I, I don't I'm not I don't know like I might just be permanently over this until this thing is done and you know uh, until this thing is where I want it to be or sold one or the other um I'm not sure I, I I honestly don't know but like for all intents and purposes I cannot see a time uh while doing this like while working on this business that that I will enjoy it um uh, pretty much ever again um which is uh, kind of alarming. Um, I I know maybe this is coming across or coming out of left field, but I feel like if you've been listening, you probably already know that's where my head's at. I just haven't verbally said it. Uh, But that's where my head's at. I I more or less very much so dislike this job at this point. Um, But I would say the most, uh, the the part of this job that impacts me negatively the most easily, without fail, is, is talking to customers. It's, it's, it's gotten me to be relatively bitter, actually, um, and I don't like that. I, I, it's, it's really kind of killed my, um, I, I hate to say it, but it's kind of killed my love for people. Um, and, uh, and, and, and it's still like 80% of my customers are super nice, are very nice, I, I, you know, I'm very grateful for them, but these 20 or so percent, you know, 10 to 20% of people who are just nasty uh or or maybe not nasty but they're just a little passive aggressive or a little bit of a snide comment here or whatever or just they're having a bad day they're not really nasty they're just having a bad day and they you know mistakenly took it out on me or whatever it's just or they don't pay their bills or whatever and we have to go and track them down and then they're like moody and it's like whatever whatever the case is um there's a lot of these cases but it's it's probably only 10 to 15 to maybe 20% of the company um but it just kills it. It makes it so that I don't want to answer anybody's phone call. And I haven't been. Um, we've been shrinking uh, pretty rapidly. I think we, we may. I haven't looked at the customer sheet in a while. Because honestly, for the last couple of weeks, I just haven't given a fuck. I, I just don't care. Um, if we shrink, like, we'll be fine. We have 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 we have margin for error. And, like, my ability to keep moving uh, forward has, has just, I feel like it's just gone away. And um, so I know we have some wiggle room to shrink a little bit and it's just basically less work for me and it just means I don't answer my phone and I don't have to deal with this. And that's a problem. So that's the problem that I'm talking about uh, today and that's the problem that I'm looking to to solve. So today I am officially opening up a job uh, posting uh, for a customer service specialist. Someone who will be the front line uh, of answering phone calls. Um, Their job will specifically be to filter out the emotion behind anything a customer says, Uh, try to salvage the customer, do everything they can to retain. Uh, retention is going to be very key. Um, uh, uh, Don't let people quit basically without a little bit of a fight. Uh, And I don't mean like fight as in fight them. I mean, you know, don't let people quit without trying really hard to keep them. Um, I just can't do this anymore. I just can't. There's there's not enough fight left in me uh, in this aspect of the business. Um, and so I'm, I'm opening up a, a role. I don't have the money for this role. But it's one of those things, and my wife and I talked about this a lot over the last couple of weeks. It's it's a situation where, although we don't necessarily have the money for this, uh, we will never grow past where we are if I continue to be the frontline um, customer service person. I will never grow past this. Um, I am at my limit. Um, this is my limit. I found it. And it's okay to say... I think it's okay to say that because, you know... The, there's a lot of like pool business owners specifically, but a lot of business owners owners in general out there who will tell you like never quit. You're all, you can always do it. Just keep charging hard. But I think there's a there's a um, and maybe I'm misunderstanding a lot of these people, but I think there's a uh, a disconnect there. I think you know you you should not always work on the things that that suck the life out of you. That's that kill your spirit. You should find people who don't mind doing that uh, for a living and pay them to do it. Um, You know, to me, at least, I think that's the... You know, and maybe this isn't general advice. Maybe this is only for me. But for me, my perspective right now is... I don't think I'll ever be able to to crack the 200 customer mark and beyond if I if I uh, continue to do customer service, if I continue to be the person that my customers can get a hold of. Um, so uh, I am doing a complete 180. Um, I don't have money for this role. I will figure that out. Um, and if it means we go in the hole a little bit, if it means I have to fire someone, um, it like at, at this point it's 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 a uh, do or die. Um, We've been stuck in the same spot all year. Uh, and I can't even... Like I said, I don't want this to become a bummer podcast, but this is a very real reality for me. I am at the point now where it's either I get out of customer service fast or I fucking give up. Um, I, and maybe not give up is the right word. I just completely transfer... It's giving up. It's giving up. It's If I do not get out of the like crossfire of customer service... Uh, I will not be able to grow this, continue to grow this business. I just won't. Um, it, it's, it's fully killed my spirit. I am fully burnt out. I am just showing up and doing the absolute bare minimum, which is clean pools and leave. I'm not answering the phone for repairs. I haven't scheduled a repair. I, I just scheduled a repair for the first time in about a month. Um, I'm letting pools go to shit. And that's bad. Like, this is going to kill my company. Um, it, you know, there's a, um, there's a podcaster that I listen a lot to. His name's Alex Hermozzi. He's Super successful. Well past where I am. I mean, this guy is working on $100 million uh, stuff, not, you know, $100,000 stuff like I am. Um, but, you know, he's got a lot of wisdom and a lot of frameworks. Um, and one of the things that he says is, if your business is not growing, it's dying. And my business has not been growing for a while. And I, I feel like we, for a while, I was like, we're, we're maintaining and we're kind of growing a little bit and then we're shrinking and then we're kind of growing a little bit. And I was able to do that for a while. Uh, but then, you know, I just got so fed up with customer service. I just got so fed up with people just so fed up with people, people who don't pay and then complain and then, you know, are cheap and complain or, you know, anything and everything that has to do with customer service has just burnt me out to the point where we started shrinking. And now we're kind of a little bit in a free fall. Like I'm doing what I can to not lose too many, but we lost four last week. So I would imagine I haven't looked at the customer sheet in a while to figure out exactly where we're at, but I would imagine we're below 180, which is the first time we've been below 180 all year ever since like March, February, March time, which is bad. Um, you know, I I said to myself, like I'm giving myself until one fifty before I start panicking, but I'm, I'm trying to fix this, uh, with what little energy I have left towards this. I'm trying to fix this on the fly so that we don't do too much damage, but, um, it's, it's just, it's gotten really hard to care about this anymore, which is also why I haven't been recording episodes as frequently. Um, I just, it's hard to care anymore. I mean, the, the, I I have a lot of animosity towards my my current customers. And that's bad, right? That's bad for business. Like I think they're filthy animals. Like they they're just they're like the the ways they feel entitled to speak to people is just disgusting. It's a just like these people are disgusting. And I know, again, it's not the 80% of the good customers. It's the 10 to 15% of the bad customers, and I've I've squashed a lot of them. I got rid of a lot of them. But like there just seems they just seem to keep coming. You know, it's just that it doesn't matter how many of them I get rid of, I end up getting more of them somehow. Um, and uh, anyway, like I said, I, I don't want this to be a boohoo, like depressing podcast, but this is a very real problem that I have. And, and um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's only one thing to do and it's either solve it or, or let the company die a little bit more. Um, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to let my company die. I don't want to give up. I don't honestly, I don't even really want to sell. I just don't see a I just don't see any light at the end of the tunnel, and I haven't since like April. Since about April, I just I haven't felt like this is going to work. Um and I'm a human. Um it's it's hard to keep pushing forward when you just feel like there's no way that this becomes good. Um, especially when I think, okay, like look at the guys who have made it and, oh, look at that. They're all working 10, 12 hours a day, Monday through Saturday. It's like, you know, why, why do this? If, you know, I mean, for them, they're making shitloads of money. I mean, maybe that's why, but, um, I just don't have that kind of priority. Like money is not the reason why I'm doing this. Freedom is, and you know, anyway, uh, uh, point is we are posting a job posting today, uh, I am going to pay someone out of my own pocket. I'm going to let my own bill suffer uh, to see how much this helps solve the problem because this is I'll tell you what I'm hoping for. What I'm hoping for is, I list this posting. We hire someone within the next two weeks. We get them on board. We figure out what we need to do, whether it be get a ring Central account, Whether it be buy a cheap laptop for this person to use, it's going to be a remote position. Um, It's going to be three hours a day, five days a week, because I don't think I have that much work for them. It's just those three hours a day, five days a week are the things that are are the three hours of work that is literally crushing my ability to keep moving um, and crushing my spirit. Uh, And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that within a month or so, I have them more or less answering all of the phone calls. Uh, for me and just basically giving me a daily report on what I need to do that day, who called, what the issue is, not how they feel, not what they said, just where do I need to go and what do I need to fix? That's all I want to know. And we're going to lose a lot of money doing this. um, But the hope is that by the end of that, uh, I have somebody like, number one, my customers cannot get a hold of me. They don't know how. I mean, we're going to change my number. Um, so all of my business contacts are going to get my new number and all of my existing customers and all pers- uh, prospective customers are going to use the same number they've always used. There's just someone else is going to answer the phone, right? Um, and then my hope is after a month or two of this uh, bleeding money, uh, building this role, number one, we will have stopped bleeding money because eventually my hope is that um you know, this person is scheduling sales calls. I become more refreshed at, or at the very least I become, um, in a mental state where I can at least go and, and make a sale. Um, I have made a few sales recently, but it's been really hard to do. Uh, and God, this really is just turning into a me bitching about stuff, um, which is not good, but it is, it is also real. Um, you know, and so, so yeah, so my hope is that in a couple of months after hiring this person, I'm back on the horse. I'm at least able to maintain where we're at and start growing, albeit I guarantee you it'll be slow, but as long as it's forward progress, not backwards progress, um, that'll be worth it. That'll definitely be worth it. Um, If it turns out where it's just, you know, we're not growing fast enough, then I'm going to fire an employee and I'm going to do more work. Cause at the end of the day, like I don't mind cleaning pools. I don't mind fixing pools. I actually kind of enjoy the fixing pools part. I don't mind uh, working with my contractor. I actually really enjoy working with my contractor. I don't mind doing sales. Um, I don't mind, uh, you know, just doing the day to day stuff. It's just the bullshit from people. All right, sorry about that. I uh, I got a phone call in the middle of that. But um, yeah, so that's where I'm at. Um, I don't know how to do this. Uh, I don't know how to train someone on this. Um, I don't even really know the full scope of the job. Uh, and I have a feeling I'm going to mess it up for the first person that we hire. Um, and they're going to burn out quick because I it, there's going to be not enough direction. But I think um, it, in this... Honestly, just to save the business, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to hire them. I'm just going to train them the best I can. I'm going to try my best to figure it out. And if we lose them, we lose them and we'll hire another one and we'll have learned from what we, you know, what we can, but Basically, the minute they're hired and they have their own phone, they're the one answering the phone calls. I'm not, I'm not answering the phone calls anymore. I think maybe what we'll do is we'll like listen in, um, I'll have them just answer the phone and say, oh, I'm not so sure, let me, you know, I'll, I'll have some basic stuff like, you know, this is how much we charge, these are the zip codes we service, the, um, you know, this is how, this is Skimmer, right? This is the Skimmer app, these are the customers, this is how you find the customer and their information, this is how you send the report when, the, when you get the question of did you guys service the pool? Um, you know, this is how you take down uh, information. Like, okay, there's a problem with booster pump at customer X. Uh, okay, I'll let Dave know. He, I will get it on his schedule, and he'll be out there to take a look. You know, um, that that's kind of the thing. Uh, we're gonna like I'll have some basic stuff, but like I think it's a little bit, you know, just like people, it's a lot more intricate than, um, and, and you know, that's that's a pretty oversimplified. Uh, look at this and we'll just have to mature the role and develop the role as we go. But um, there, there's no way that I keep this going uh, while also doing customer service. I, I it's, I don't want to say I hate people, but like, it's kind of getting me to that point, like where I just, I can't, whether you're good, bad, or, or, you know, in the, in the middle, like I just, I can't talk to you anymore. Um, and so I, my, my hope is that this, this is what solves our, you know, the biggest problem we have. We have a lot of problems, but like, I think this is the largest of the problems that I have on my plate to solve. Um, and and I'm really hoping this is the one that gets me there. I I genuinely think that this is, it's going to be one of those things where like, for example, I had to fire uh, a bunch of people, uh, after this, like during and after the summer, um, uh, after the summer, after the summer, just started, but like during the summer, I had to fire a lot of people. I lost one guy and then I had to fire two. And the lesson that I learned out of that was I should have done that earlier. We would have saved, so, we wouldn't have wasted so much money if I had just not been afraid to get my hands dirty, get into the route again, put put a pause on growth, and and just focus on the quality. And you know there was a lot of things that I could have done differently this year. Um, I don't necessarily regret waiting for as long as I did. Um, I was really trying to give my guys the benefit of the doubt. I was trying to make sure that I, you know, uh, we were doing right by people who were coming to work every day. Um but it just wasn't it wasn't um, good, right it, And, and, I, and I, I look back and I the, the only regret that I have this year is that I didn't fire people faster. You know, they have a saying hire slow, fire fast and you know during the labor market that we faced over the last couple of years, you, you could not hire slow. That was not an option. But firing fast was also an option um, that kind of became available. This year, the previous two years, so 2020 and 2021, you if you had someone, it doesn't didn't really, at least in my opinion, it didn't really matter how bad they were as long as you could correct their mistake and it wasn't like Armageddon bad, right? Um, You just needed the people, and if you had to correct their mistake, that's just what you had to do because the labor market was so trash for two years. But this year is not really the case. This year, you know, we've been able to find people pretty consistently. Um, and I, it just took me a while to like make that mental shift that, Hey, I am not, um, at the mercy of my employees anymore and they need to be doing the job right and doing it well to stay here. And as as soon as I've done that, we've, we've just done so much better. Um, so I, I, have a feeling this is going to be one of those, um, that like, I don't regret closing for COVID. Uh, I don't regret, regret, you know, I don't. Although I don't, I'm not using it, I don't regret buying um, the the truck this year um, and going from three trucks to four trucks. Even though I don't have the employees for them, I don't regret the, having the truck. Like, if I, I can sell it if I want, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to hold it. The the service is like 250 bucks a month plus whatever insurance cost it is. Um, okay. Um, you know, there's, but there's a lot of things obviously I could have done better this year, but I don't really regret them because I had to learn these lessons and now I've learned these lessons and I feel pretty good about them. I feel pretty strong. I feel stronger as a company, you know, like letting people pay late. I don't really like, yeah, I wish I had fixed it sooner, but I don't regret, you know, the lesson that I learned there, right? Like if I regretted it, I wouldn't have learned the lesson or I don't know. I think you get what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't, beat myself up over it. The only one I do is like, maybe I should have fired faster. The minute I knew like one of my guys had just an awful attitude. The minute I knew he had a bad attitude and it was very early on. Um, Just trying to weasel to get out of work, trying to avoid work, like finally accomplishes the hard, like real pace that that we aspire to. And I look at him like, see, it is possible. And he goes, I don't think I can keep doing this. And it's like, Like, that kind of attitude. Like, I can't have that on my team. That's, like, cowardly attitude. I can't, you know, I should have fired that faster. Um, But now I know, and I feel like this is going to be one of those. Like, I should have hired a customer service person because I don't mind cleaning pools. I don't mind doing the hard work, the labor part of the work, if I have to. Um, But I hate, I hate doing customer service. I cannot do it anymore. I cannot sit there and listen to someone bitch about service quality while they haven't paid me for that month. While they're late on their pay. You know, I cannot sit there and and listen to someone bitch about the quality of service. Not because they actually think the quality of service has changed or is poor. But because I raised their rate. And now they just, they need to do, they need some outlet to vent their frustration about it to me. And it has nothing to do with the customer. Like, I cannot listen to that. I flat out have just not responded to some of these people. Because I just don't give a shit. Like, I just, I can't have that energy in my life anymore. I just can't. Um, And so, so see, I have a feeling this is going to be one of those, like, I should have done it sooner. But, and, and I hope that's the case. I hope I have that regret because that means it worked, right? If I have that regret, it means that, okay, cool, problem solved. Boom. Now we can start growing again. Um, But yeah, we have not been growing. We have been shrinking, meaning my business is currently dying. It is actively dying. It is not growing. It is not alive. It is not doing well. We are not doing well as a company. We are actively shrinking and dying. And uh, that needs to stop. So this is my Hail Mary. This is my, let me throw this thing as far as I can. And hopefully we get a touchdown. Because if we don't, I don't know if I have any more answers. You know, other than sell scale down and only sell routes which is kind of the the game plan right now um you know it's the idea for me if i'm being really honest is it's whatever opportunity comes first it's either opportunity to sell the company or opportunity to grow the company whatever comes first uh but you know staying where we are is not going to work so uh, that's all I got for you today. I uh, just wanted to kind of check in. I know it's been a while. I don't know how many more of these I'm going to be able to do uh, over the next couple of months. Um, you know, I don't want this to be a doom and gloom thing, but this is a very real... This is my real journey. This is what it really looks like after three... You know, in in the third year of being in business. It's not done. I'm not rich. I'm poor. <laughs> I'm actually just poor all the time. I've been poor for the last three years. Um, I can't take vacations. I can't... You know, there's all there's... It's just, you know, I, I, I don't want this to be the doom and gloom podcast, but this is what really building a business is like. And maybe I'm building a failing business and I don't know it yet and we'll all find out together. But I hope that's not the case. But, you know, I... But, yeah, let's, um, let's find out together. Uh, hopefully we succeed and we keep moving. And then I get to tell you, hopefully one day I get to tell you like the sexy side of running a business. But right now it's just all kind of the shitty side of running a business. But I think you have to get through the shit to get to the sexy. So, um, thanks for listening. Uh, until the next one, have a good rest of your day. Bye.